1: Welcome to TFL Talking Trucks Podcast, and this is a big show because we have a brand new pickup truck in the world. That's right. It is a worldwide release. Yes, we're talking about the next generation, all new Ford Ranger. So in this show, we're going to give you all the specifications, everything we know, and we have from Ford so far for this global truck. Um, And uh, also talk about some of the competitors and what they're doing.
0: Yeah, but before we do that, there's two things we have to do, Andre.
1: A couple things, probably. Yeah, Yeah. several. Yeah,
0: actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So, what's the first one? Well, the first one is a lot of people right now are suffering from an overdose of tryptophan. Uh, The chemical somehow comes out of turkeys, I hear. Yeah. And you are slowly able to sit up and you're near the bathroom a lot. I totally get it. I'm there with you all the time. Uh, but seriously, Happy Thanksgiving, um, we really do truly wish you a happy and safe Thanksgiving.
1: Yes, and, um, and a Happy Black Friday.
0: And Happy Black Friday, <laughs> I apologize for those of you who have to suffer with that. But we also want to talk about our supporters for Patreon.
1: Yes, exactly, uh, we always appreciate your support, it's huge. Uh, we have probably about 300 of you who are donating to our podcast and our show. It's patreon.com slash tflcar. It's our only Patreon page. Right. Uh, we really appreciate your help. And, of course, yes, happy holidays. Um, and also, this is our 95th episode of TFL Talking Trucks. Far out. So we are pushing 100 episodes soon. Very good. Yeah. And it's all thanks to Andre. Oh, and, and you, nah, and so and, much, Roman, but <laughs> and all of our guests. Actually,
0: it's thanks to all our team. And there's yeah. a lot of people behind the scenes who help us out. So on this Thanksgiving, thank you to our entire crew uh, who have to deal with us, which, you know, good yeah. for them.
1: Absolutely. So this new Ranger actually uh, came out in uh, the rest of the world. Um, so the information that we have here uh, actually comes from Ford Australia. And, of course, uh, this uh, new truck is not... The one, if you're watching this, the one you're seeing, um, it's not a US spec truck, but we have all the information and all the different, um, you know, interior bits and technology that's coming to this truck will probably be shared across the globe. Right. Uh, But this particular truck is a world truck that's not going to be on sale here.
0: So what you're seeing is something that is going to be very similar to the truck that we're getting. Very similar. but. Uh, There will be design elements that will be countrywide specific. So, in other words, there could be a different bumper design. There could be slightly different headlight design, something like that. But for the most part, what you are looking at is pretty much what we're going to be getting.
1: And probably different powertrains because, as you know, uh, across the world, there are different requirements for emissions. Yeah, we're not going to be getting a diesel. Uh, Yes. And, in fact, the Australian market specifically is not getting one diesel. They're getting three diesels. That's right. That's insane. I mean, uh, so... (laughs) There you have, you have a lot of choice. So let's start um, with this new Ranger. Uh, Obviously the previous Ranger has been a little bit long in the tooth. Yeah. Um, It's been around the world. (laughs) It's been introduced in the US, uh, basically Americanized version of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a gasoline turbocharged engine.
0: Yeah, that comes standard with a 10-speed automatic transmission. And before we go any further, I have to say that's still one of the quickest trucks that we've tested in its class and it's one of the best towing trucks in its class that we've tested.
1: So they've taken that chassis, basically the mid-size chassis, and they did two inch or three very interesting things with the way it's sized. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, the overall dimensions are approximately the same, mm-hmm. uh, although Ford didn't specify all the numbers. Um, they were kind of a little bit more high level with this debut right. with this truck. Uh, but the overall dimensions, like the crew cab with a shorter bed and the Uh, extended cab, shorter cab with a longer bed. That's about the same as it was. Mm -hmm. But they extended the wheelbase itself by two inches. Interesting. So what what they're saying is they pushed the front wheels forward about two inches. And that's kind of peculiar. But they did it, they said, because they wanted slightly better approach angle. So the nose is actually shorter. Okay. So they pushed those front wheels all the way out. And then they made the entire truck the track width of the wheels and tires about two inches wider than before.
0: <laughs> so It's almost the size of a full-size truck now.
1: <laughs> it's getting close. It's getting close. So uh, but remember, although in many countries around the world, including Australia, they don't get the F-150. Right. They don't get the Super Duty. Yeah, right. They don't get the Maverick even. Mm. So this is kind of their only choice uh, for truck, for right. pickup, or a ute.
0: <laughs> that, that's correct. Yeah.
1: Now, uh,
0: right now in the United States... We only have a few flavors of Ford um, Ranger because, really, it's one engine, one power t- train altogether. You can get a couple different uh, four-wheel drive systems. There's two cab configurations, I believe, two bed configurations yep. as well, yep. um, but that's pretty much it. I mean, there's, there's not a lot of variation there. So, for us, getting a new one is big news, especially with all these new dimensions. I did not know that they stretched out the wheelbase an additional two inches. That might make for a better ride.
1: Yeah, so uh, better ride overall. So also making it wider, uh, there's a couple of things at play here. So first of all, there is a, and this is official, uh, VW is working with Ford on on this this shared midsize chassis for the VW Amarok Mm -hmm. pickup truck and also this new Ranger. Right. So uh, the folks at Volkswagen and Ford are working together, and they both have requirements, right? Volkswagen has some some of their own requirements for this truck. Right. What it needs to do. Ford is bringing their expertise, right? Um, and they're collaborating. So the rumor was that F- VW wanted it a little bit wider because VW, uh, the biggest powertrain choices, the most popular ones are the V6s mm-hmm. for Volkswagen. So they wanted to put a V6 diesel in this truck for global markets and making it wider helped uh, just to fit the engine in a little bit better. And also bigger radiator, right? Mm-hmm. So they can put a bigger grill on it and get more air through it. So that's one of the uh, choices for the wider um, chassis. The other one, VW is rumored, or this this is the rumor that VW asked Ford to be able to put wider objects in the bed. Hmm. You know, we all talk about four by eight sheets of plywood, right? Right. Pallets. Uh, Ford did not specify specific num- measurements. Once again but they made the bed a little bit wider so you can put more stuff in there. Wow,
0: okay, so they're, they're basically, it's larger in many dimensions. Yeah. Um, we, we've heard about the uh, Volkswagen rumors for years and a lot of them are facts. They are working with Ford, we do know that for sure. We do know that there are re- different requirements. But one thing that I'm curious about, and I bet you, you guys out there are as well, will Volkswagen sell the Amarok here in the United
1: States? And we don't know this yet, so they it. haven't announced officially uh, it's very possible because mm-hmm. one of the things that this relationship gives them is that uh, they could produce this truck on the same factory line. Right. So the global truck, for example, for Australia, uh, it's built in a couple of different world areas like Thailand and South Africa. Right. Uh, of course, American Rangers built in Michigan, right? Uh, but there is nobody to say that they cannot build them Amarok in Michigan, also, right?
0: And Volkswagen also has their own plants in the United States as well. So it's entirely possible that they'll be able to get around chicken tax and some other import um, difficulties by building in, in the United States, which makes sense. Yeah. The question is, how different would it be than the Rangers, so they don't cross pollinate, so they don't really compete against each other, and I, there's almost no way that they wouldn't compete in some way against each other. So it's it would be interesting to see whether or not Ford and Volkswagen have some sort of agreement about them building the vehicle and selling it here.
1: That's going to be very interesting. I would want to be a fly on the wall in those meetings. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, because... <laughs> This is complicated. Well, you know who else does this, right? GM. Right. They have the Colorado and Chevy Colorado and the GMC Canyon. Right. And they don't want to cannibalize each other, right, either. But they so, do a little bit. We know. And, that. And of course they do. Yeah. Right. So, but the GMC is like the more luxurious right. one, right? A little bit nicer. The Colorado is a little bit more affordable. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how Ford and VW are going to be playing in this, in this area. Yeah, that, we should find out soon, though. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Uh, so uh, there are um, many new design elements. Of course, the front end is all new. The rear taillights and the tailgate is new. Some other design elements. Um, a lot of you have already been uh, writing comments on our website mm-hmm. and our social media. A lot of you don't are poor off by by the front end. A lot of you don't like it. Really? So so. Mm-hmm. Um, This is just what people are saying they do like some of the base models of the new ranger so let us know in the comments below uh, if you have some pictures uh, in front of you in some video uh, which ranger do you prefer let me just show people for example here's one of the base models Uh, if you're watching this um, on youtube tfl talk channel uh, you can also see this so people appreciate this more work ready option of it over some of the more luxe options
0: interesting well the difference here for those of you who are not able to see this is that the grille and the headlight design is a little bit more simplistic um, there's less black there also the shape of the uh, headlights are completely different actually yeah. so it it's it's almost the same difference between some of the modern f-150s where you look at the xlt's and all that and then you go up to the high-end ones Different,
1: you know, LED lights versus right, right, right. not LED lights. So yeah.
0: it's interesting that Ford went and did that with the uh, Ranger. I actually like the steel wheels. Um, yeah, the steelies on the XL model. Yeah, models. I think it looks yeah. really good.
1: And um, and also, so so yeah, so there's a lot of variants. Obviously, they announced five different trim levels for Australia. I'm assuming there'll be multiple trims around the world.
0: Yeah, uh, including in the United States. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And another little design element, and uh, which is I found interesting, is that they put the center brake light inside the tailgate. Hmm. So, And they were saying that this is because of accessories or cargo in your bed. You know, because you have to have a third brake light. Yeah, yeah. Right? And if you are putting it on the back of the cab, if you're putting like a, a sports bar up there or a truck topper or something else, you or you're carrying... It or you're carrying big objects in your bed. um, You're blocking your tail light. So they put it inside of the handle of the tailgate, so you have a third brake light right
0: there. But what if you're driving
1: with the tailgate down? That's a great question. uh, Okay, uh, I asked a great question. Um, You know who else does this? Uh, Jeep Gladiator. Yeah. Because the Gladiator has a removable top. Yeah. So they also went with this solution. So maybe if the tailgate is down, uh, maybe you can still see that light. I don't know. Yeah, We'll have to find out when we get it. Um, you know what's really weird? Mm.
0: Australian hands look exactly the same as American
1: hands. <laughs>
0: look at that. That one. Picture. And their
1: and their jackets are similar.
0: Yeah, sometimes they are. Yeah. Well, I still don't know what a Waltzing Matilda does. It's a type of drink as well. I hear. But uh, <laughs> let's move on. That is cool, by the way. Now, what Andre is showing right now, once again for those of you who are not able to see, is the workbench tailgate, essentially which is available with Mm F-150, and now it's going to be available with the Ranger. And this is huge because I'm one of those dudes who works with a tailgate all the time.
1: Yeah, and I do too because my garage is usually uh, filled (laughs) with with, with things. Right. (laughs) Uh, And the tailgate is always useful. Um, So what Ford did, and this was in their press release as well, they picked they chose you know kind of best of around the world mm-hmm. you know things that worked for customers around the world and right. they kind of put it in one package so yes so there will be a power outlet in the bed although they didn't say what wattage or I'm how very many watts yeah. so we're curious about that um also when they announced powertrains for this australian ranger they only mentioned diesels they did not mention electrification mm-hmm. hybrids or anything or any gas engines for that matter but they did say the wider track will allow for future proofing it and offering other powertrains so they were teasing us but they didn't say
0: so in other words there would be more room for a battery or something like that or more room
1: for other v6s right for example it would be nice to get the twin turbo gas v6 in there as
0: well oh it would be awesome to get that in there that thing would become
1: a beast so yeah that that would be very very cool so the bed is has a lot of useful features like you were saying Um, It has the clamps in the tailgate. It's got additional tie-downs. They've got the little, you know, where you could put dividers in, right? All that that stuff.
0: Yeah, which, and it's just so useful. You go to the work site or the campsite or whatever, you're able to drop the bed and immediately throw in clamps, have areas that you can level off and have a good workspace. Um, Andre, before we go any further, Mm -hmm. something crossed my mind. Now, a lot of people thought that when the Bronco came out, the big Bronco, That eventually some of that would move back over to the Ranger and Ranger would start getting beefier, crazy suspensions, lifts and all that other stuff with this new platform. I'm wondering, hmm, because now it's wider, um, beefier axles, stuff like that. It sounds like it could be a possibility.
1: It could be, and we've seen some prototypes mm-hmm. which are a little bit higher sitting. Yeah. So they have suspension lifts, wider tracks, bigger tires. I noticed the wider tracks. Th- they did not announce any of this. Right. Officially, but here's the thing: uh, by looking very carefully at all these images, and I stayed up till 1 a.m. Sure last night uh, looking. <laughs> um, a lot of red. Uh, on them right so now. first of all, this uh, World Ranger has leaf springs in the rear, which mm-hmm. surprised me. Yeah, me too. Because I thought. Uh, There was a trend to going to coil springs. Yeah, we're seeing uh, it with other uh, uh, automakers. Toyota and others are doing this. Um, Jeep has uh, Mm -hmm. coil springs. Uh, They didn't do it for this model. It doesn't mean that American version will be the same. That is correct. So we cannot say that right now. Uh, But what it does mean also is that in Michigan at the Wayne facility, they're building the Bronco currently Mm -hmm. with the Ranger side by side. Right. So why can't they share some components like you're saying? That's exactly my point. Yeah. So that could be really wonderful if, if the Raptor version of the Ranger would have, you know, could they put 35s under it? Could I don't know. Could
0: they put the seven-speed manual transmission in it? Oh, my Whoa. God. I lockers? Why not? Whoa. I mean, they already have lockers the, for the rear on the uh, FX4 on the, package. Yeah, and this new Ranger as right. well. Right. So I'm curious if they decide to do something with the front. So there's a lot of possibilities out there. And what we're seeing right now is a major refresh, though, in the interior as well. So let's why don't we go on to that? Yeah,
1: huge. And speaking of Bronco and interiors, um, Ford um, is using a lot of technology from the Bronco and the F-150 in mm-hmm. this new Ranger. Uh, but this big screen, so they went horizontal orientation. This is portrait orientation, 12-inch screen. Just like the Ram. Yeah, reminds me of the Ram 1500 right, right there. Um, so, But this is the first use... Um, for the new midsize segment of this large screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did something in, uh, really helpful, I thought, where they put the um, HVAC air conditioning and heating controls as separate heart controls below the screen.
0: I am very grateful for that. I do not like having digital controls for the HVAC systems. Because, you know, you're bouncing off-road exactly. or something, you're trying to adjust. Or what if the screen or, fails? Or, I mean, yeah. there's so many yada, other things. Yada, yada.
1: Um, so they also have drive modes, mm-hmm. very similar to the Bronco. You know, we're talking about like towing, sport, eco, slippery, sand. So all those drive modes are going to be available. Uh, there's going to be a digital gauge cluster as well. Um, so it's very, very similar to what F-150 and the Bronco has done already. Um, and to some extent, even the Maverick, mm-hmm. right? The Maverick doesn't have the big screens, uh, no, it's, but, it's small but, screen. but some of the technology is similar. Right, right. Uh, also SYNC 4, uh, the SYNC 4 system that's currently in the F-150 uh, is also gonna be in this new Ranger, which means over the air updates. That's good. Um, so uh, once again, uh, if you're seeing some of these images, 360-degree cameras, mm-hmm. which is, of course, everybody at, at the premium premium trim levels uh, now has these, um, and this is very helpful off-road as well. Um, and also, let me show you another image. Um, they're introducing several different four-wheel drive systems, uh, with also four-wheel drive auto.
0: That's great because there's competitors who have four auto.
1: Yeah, and uh, which basically means the four-wheel drive transfer case is able to be in this automatic mode, where it's mostly rear-wheel drive, but it can adjust power dynamically. Yeah,
0: it'll become reactive in terms of when you need traction, it'll throw it up front. Yeah,
1: and especially um, in the bush of Australia, that should be very useful. It it is, especially when you're... Waltzing with Matilda. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'll but four on. low, of course, is available. It's after all a body-on-frame truck. I'm curious if you have to go into neutral in order to engage
0: four low on this
1: one. Mo- most likely, and they kept a little console shifter. Yeah. So it's they call it e-shifter because it's really electronic. Right. There is no mechanical connection. But there. at least
0: it's a shifter as opposed to a dial, which is what they have in the Maverick, which is one of the few things I don't like about the Maverick.
1: So so that's all there. Uh, Yeah, and they have different, of course, screen options. There's going to be a 10 inch display, 12 inch display.
0: Yeah, the door cards look different too.
1: Yeah, and you know how the Maverick, they've done these different textures. Yeah. Right, for plastics and some of their soft touches. Uh, We don't know exactly what all the interiors look like. Um, Right now, we're showing you the Wild Track, which is one of their most um, upper trim levels. But it looks, you know, nice stitching, you know, nice kind of materials throughout.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's a really nice execution. Ford, over the past, I'd say, what, three years has gone from being the worst interiors to very competitive interiors when it comes to their trucks. So they really have moved in the right direction. And now, finally, they brought the, um, the Ranger into the game because the Ranger... Really that was one of its weakest points I thought was the interior yeah. was okay but it yeah. had a lot of cheap materials and it just it didn't look like it was designed as nicely as some of the other competitors now it's much better looking at least from this standpoint from this view so
1: we'll Yeah I, I agree because when even when they brought it to the US right uh-huh. they refreshed it a little but all the you know Kind of designs were the same, right? right? And this goes back ten years, so it was a very aging <laughs> it, it, interior. It felt very dated yeah. in terms
0: of the interior. It was it's a perfectly functional interior. Don't get me wrong. It was just yeah, compared to some of the other ones out there, just not quite as cool. I thought, and um, not as um, pleasing to the touch, frankly. So. Let's move
1: on yeah so they really you know they're throwing out the, down the gauntlet right yeah, they so, really are. so and this is going to be like we said a world truck so a lot of these elements will transfer to the us and other markets um the us version is probably several months away still <laughs> before we see it because ford is very busy <laughs> uh you know they're still trying to you know to catch up on the bronco production their lightning truck is coming out I mean,
0: Maverick is saturating, Ma- right Maverick, now they need to build longer. that. Right. Yeah.
1: The Maverick hybrid, you know, was slightly delayed, yep. so they're still very, very busy. So um, introducing a new truck is probably going to take a few months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, recently we heard from uh, almost every automaker saying that uh, this is the low point and they're now everybody's starting to catch up with production. It's not an official announcement. It's just what they've all mentioned. So That's, hopefully we'll see this uh, Ranger before too long. We've seen a lot of test mules running around, a lot.
1: Yeah, and um, yes, yeah, so it does have many fancy features. I, I heard some rumblings of, at the LA Auto Show as well from the insiders. Not official statements, but they're saying they're hopeful mm-hmm. for, the, for the future, like you're saying. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we're kind of starting to see the lights at the end of the tunnel Um, some of the component shortages are you know we could see the runway and we can see kind of where that's going to be uh, coming to fruition.
0: Right now this one picture that Andre brought up once again for those of you who are not able to watch shows all the different trim levels available in Australia Um, and what you're able to clearly see is there's a major difference in terms of the look between the lower trim models and the upper trim models and that really comes from the front end so the front end design You may think you're looking at two completely different trucks. They're that different.
1: So there is also another element I really wanted to focus on, which could be controversial. Ford uh, introduced their own version of a rear bed step.
0: I love it.
1: Yes. So it's a great concept. So of course, some of you may say, wait a minute, GM has put steps into their rear bumpers for years. Yep, this is a
0: slightly different spot.
1: Yeah, so what Ford decided to do is not putting it into the bumper. They put it right behind the rear wheel into the bedside. So there's actually a foothold where you can actually jump in there, put your foot in there and actually climb into the bed.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Um, every automaker, truck maker I should say, that (laughs) does some sort of step I really do appreciate. You know, a lot of people out there don't understand that it's really hard to get into the bed of most pickup trucks today, really. They're getting bigger. Yeah, I mean, everything, including the Ranger and, and all the vehicles it competes against. So having something that you can kind of step up into, reach up and over and grab something out of from the side really is a nice thing to have. And almost everybody makes something now that has some sort of step or something like that. So this is a welcome idea. And I think it's a really cool place to put it, too. Because yeah, it's because not going to get in the way of the sensors or anything.
1: Yeah, it doesn't get in the way of the sensors. It doesn't affect your departure angle. Right. Right. Because it's not hanging off the rear bumper. Right. And I'm hoping they would introduce it to other trucks as well. Um, and um, they were saying um, it's it, well, obviously there's different um, requirements across the, the world. Right. Um, Australians call beds trays. You know. It's, yeah, and they also call uh, these
0: trucks Utes. Yes.
1: So, but I'm really happy that they decided to make the step. But what I'm not hop- happy about, Nathan, is that the Excel version of it doesn't have it. So if That's you look strange. at the Excel version, it doesn't have it. Uh, which, Ford, is the, which is the work truck? Yeah. So which, is, which needs <laughs> you it? You need it. Yeah. Um, and I'm also glad it's not movable step. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes movable steps get Jams, hung up or uh, jammed.
0: Yeah, with well, like mud and stuff like mud, that. have seen snow, it. Mud, snow, right? right? right.
1: Um, and also sometimes they don't work. <laughs> yeah. So this is a perfect solution
0: yeah this is a really good idea i hope that if ford decides to do this with the american versions they make it standard across the line that would make them super competitive right out of the gate now i know some of you are like well wait a minute don't they have that bumper uh, that uh, tailgate no. that drops and then the step yeah that's the f-150
1: they don't have that available for the ranger as far as i know right they don't and also that steps is cumbersome it's heavier <laughs> yeah right it makes the truck heavier it does so why not just do this This is a very simple solution that will
0: help out some people. We know some people who are really, really short and have a hard time, as it is, just simply reaching into a truck. So, this could help. So, I really like that idea. That's a great one.
1: Yeah. So, like we were mentioning, the Australian truck will have three diesel engines a two liter diesel single turbo, a two liter four cylinder diesel twin turbo, and also a turbocharged V6 diesel, which is a three liter, Mm -hmm. which is a resurrection. Of oh, the F- it's the same F-150 one. that. 150 yeah. diesel. So, but the Australian market and some others are really focused on diesel still. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a local thing. It's a regional thing. It so. is.
0: And d- diesels, frankly, run fairly cheap and they have great range and good torque. So, I mean, there's lots of reasons to like it. Unfortunately, it just doesn't seem to be working out well in the United States. I think the currently, and it's still for sale, the only vehicle in this class that offers a diesel. No, two, two vehicles. Currently two, yes. Is, is GM right. with their four-cylinder diesel and then uh, Jeep with their Eco diesel yes, V6. The V6. Yeah, the V6, yeah. and both of those, you know, you have to pay a pretty penny in order to get them, which is a shame.
1: And Ford tried to introduce their two-liter diesel in the transit van yeah and also the transit connect the smaller yeah, and diesel just and, overnight. and they announced it and they never actually almost came to market i've never seen one in person yeah so, it,
0: it, and they never made an announcement of getting rid of it it just kind of slowly and it, quietly it went away it right. disappeared
1: and so for the u.s market especially uh we're seem to be leaning and it has to be with the regul has to do with the regulations. Of course, as well. it does.
0: And so many people uh, recently, um, FCA, well, former FCA, they got hit with yet another fine uh, that they're starting to work with in order to clean up all their diesel issues with their half ton trucks.
1: Yeah. So uh, we're seemingly moving into the hybrid realm with gas engines. As yeah. Well. So so I don't expect a diesel Ranger appearing in the U.S. Yeah.
0: But you just said hybrid, and I think, and you think that they'll, at some point in time, have maybe not a plug-in hybrid Ranger, but I think at the very least a hybrid version of the Ranger makes sense.
1: Yeah, well, because they are 10-speed automatics in the Mm F-150, that transmission is modular. Right. So if you have a rear-wheel drive platform like the Ranger, like the Ford Explorer that also has a hybrid, Mm kind of makes sense. It does. It's it's going to be expensive, but it's going to be efficient and powerful and all the benefits. Well,
0: how much was was your hybrid over, say, it's, the regular? So uh, for the work F one
1: hundred and fifty truck, uh-huh. which is mine, which mine is, it was five grand. Okay. Because you're going from a standard V six non turbo, right, all the way to a twin turbo hybrid. So that's a lot of money to invest. It five is, grand. but you're
0: also jumping over a couple steps. You know, that's that's over the the twin turbo. You're jumping
1: over. A V8. The, yeah, the Coyote you, you, and all that. You're jumping over a lot of engines, So, but, but
0: still, that is a, a lot of money to pay. Um, so the question would be, of course, if they decide to make a hybrid version of the Ranger, which I think, seriously, is something that we're going to see in the future in some form, the question would be how much of a premium is that going to be? I suspect, like other companies, uh, prices for hybrids will come down progressively as EPA requirements get closer and closer. In other words, Andre, you probably pay too much, but, um,
1: <laughs> I, I was the first, I, I ordered one of the first F-150 hybrids. Yeah. So of course I'm going to pay a lot, but,
0: but you're already making up a lot of money with the, your mileage is ridiculously good. So everything, yeah. Yeah, and you, and you love that truck except for
1: well, plus, with plus it. it was also a business thing, right? Yeah. We want to do videos with it and we want to show how it works. Yeah. So it, it's, it's been good. Yeah. It's it, no, it, it, honestly, it's a great yeah. truck,
0: but, but once again, I, I think that that's something, but there's been no announcements from Ford. Uh, They now have two trucks officially with hybrid powertrains, and that goes, well, truck, a a pickup crossover, I guess you could say. That would be the Maverick, and that's actually vehicle I'm driving right now, and I really like it. And then, of course, there's Andre's truck. So, you know, would they go over or even possibly electrify the Ranger? I think that time will tell, but uh, it's going to be a short amount of time. We're going to see this new Ranger very soon.
1: Um, I would say within a year. Mm-hmm. So maybe by Thanksgiving time next year in 2022, it might be on dealer lots. It might be. Um, I that's think my hunch. That's just a hunch.
0: Now that they've done the official, you know, reveal in Australia, they have to reset a little bit. It's going to take a little bit of time, but we're going to get an official unveil here in the United States. And I'm guessing, this is just a guess, there's no quotes. Ford hasn't announced anything, but I think that within, by the end of the first quarter of 2022... We should have some more information on the new Ranger for the United States. I think it's yeah. a fair guess.
1: Yeah, that's you know we'll see uh, how the world progresses, right? And right. Shortages, etc. So we, I want to talk a little bit about competition, right? Because please, uh, next year is really going to be the year of the midsize truck in the U.S. Specifically, mm-hmm. as well.
0: There's only going to be one major company that's not playing that should be playing in that pool.
1: Well, Stellantis, we're looking at well, you.
0: Yeah, I mean they do have the Jeep, and they'd probably say that because the Jeep. You know, Gladiator technically is yeah. considered a mid-sized truck. Yeah. But it's not really. So we'll go will we'll go. I was looking that. at Ram, really.
1: Ram. Yeah, I know. They, yeah. they really need to bring it back. It's a uh, Dakota. They or something, something in smaller that than the Ram 1500. And we right. know
0: that they have the tech to do it. And we know that they have the backing to do it. So, yeah.
1: Well, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so uh, you and Roman recently did a video about a prototype uh, one of our viewers saw. In Las Vegas, which was of Tacoma, right? That is it correct. Was the next generation of the Tacoma. They're already testing it Which is a good sign. That's a really good sign <laughs> that it's coming maybe within a year or a little bit maybe a little bit longer
0: Yeah, there are people out there uh, experts who have projected that uh, we'll see the Sequoia and then after that the Tacoma That's that's yes. what they think the progression will be um, and if that's the case well, we've seen an awful lot of stuff hidden, and the stuff that's hidden is actually the stuff that makes us kind of scratch our heads. So what is the Tacoma going to be? There's been no announcements about any anything, except we do know it's going to have a new platform. They have announced that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it's a question of do they keep the old V6? I sincerely doubt it. Do they keep the old transmissions? I sincerely doubt it. I think they're going to go the Ford route, and they're going to go to a... Turbocharging, yeah, they're going to go turbocharging. I think they're going to go 10 speed, like they have in their uh, Tundra. And this is a guess. This is guessed, by the way. No, they didn't say anything about it. Mm. Um, and another guess is that the, the four cylinder turbo, and they have a couple to choose from, so they do have those uh, engines, and they're fairly efficient. So, what we do know is that in those photos, if you recall, they were deliberately obscuring views of the rear end, specifically the rear suspension. Why? We guess, and I think it's a fairly good guess, that they're going to go to coil springs in that truck. Meaning, just like the big boy, the Tundra, mm-hmm. switching over from leafs to coils it makes a lot of sense. Um, it's usually good for ride improvement, uh, overall off-road capability too, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, really some articulation, articulation yeah, can yeah, exactly. improve. Exactly. So there's a lot going on there. Also, if indeed they are doing this truck, which, you know, yes, um, on a different frame so the old frame had it was uh, partially boxed and then it was open c channel pretty much from the right in the back of the cab all the way back right
1: kind of and they called it kind of the triple flex frame which had like three different constructions like you said you know boxed and Slightly open and, and, and like then a C channel, yeah. so and they weren't uh, flex, l- literally flexing. Yeah,
0: th- that was their reason. That this is what they said. You can yell at us or whatever, but um, that's what they said. And a lot of people out there said it doesn't make any sense. Everybody's going box frame. It's better for you know safety and it's better for overall rigidity and all that. So we, um, given that Toyota did say that they were building uh, their next series of trucks, including the Tacoma, on the new. Um, t-n-g-a-f exactly yeah uh, frame that it would be most likely fully boxed and uh, well completely different frame so stronger platform most likely most likely different engine transmission setup and we suspect it's going to have a larger more comfortable cab one of my biggest complaints with tacoma the cab has never been very comfortable for large people and i mean tall people too mm-hmm. so this setup this new one Hopefully, we'll address that issue as well. It looks bigger to me, but it was also covered with a ton of camouflage.
1: Oh my God, it, it looked like a marshmallow <laughs> that was really charred. Could, yes. You could not tell what, um, what was under there. No, yeah, a lot of cladding still, obviously. They're very protective, like you said. Yes. They're new prototypes, always. And um, it's it's coming. Probably within a year, we'll, we should see something. That's what I see. And now they have a target. The new Ranger is straight in their sights. Here's one view of the Tacoma. Prototype. Once again, uh, it looks like a four door, maybe a slightly shorter four door cab, mm-hmm. uh, but still, it looks sizable, but it has a lot of camo hanging off of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, and for good reason. I really don't want you to know what it looks like yet, but there are a couple things we can even get off this image. Uh, that is that the front end is going to be a little bit more upright. We suspect that it's going to look a lot like the Tundra, which makes sense. You know, they Big are brother. brothers. Yeah. Um, you know, in the past, the Tundra and the Tacoma really didn't look like each other. But one of the things it appears that Americans like uh, with the study groups that these guys have run and all these companies do study groups is that they're doing some sort of um, family resemblance throughout the fleet. You just saw that with Ford, as you could you know saw before, the new Ranger is going to look mm-hmm. a lot more like the F-150. Um, other trucks like the uh, Nissan, which we're going to cover in a second, that one looks a little bit like its big brother, a little bit. The Titan, yep. Yeah. But here... Is something very interesting so right now we know for a fact that um, there are new vehicles also coming from General
1: Motors yeah and we've seen prototypes Mm -hmm. uh, across the country Uh, this thing looks beefy look at the (laughs) ZR2 this thing looks like it's an animal it's it's ripping out of its camouflage it's it, it really looks like it it looks like
0: it wants to trounce and look at that front end so the the front end design on a zr2 chevrolet you know colorado yeah. has always been really aggressive the reason why is so it has much better approach angle the bumper especially designed so you can ri- yeah, it's really cut yeah, yeah it's cut it's just an awesome design especially for a factory built you know truck um this one looks even more aggressive in terms of its approach angle it looks even higher to me Although the tires look like they might be about the same size as the current model, which we all agree might be a little bit small.
1: Yeah, and I think they actually upsize the tire by one inch. You think According to the prototypes. Um, I think the new Colorado ZR2 might be riding on 33s. Good. It was like 32 before. Right, right. So that helps. tracks, right? Uh, yeah, and I think they might be switching to territory tires. Uh, because you could see also, this is on tfltruck.com, by the way, as well. You could see the next prototype r- next right yeah. next to uh, the previous truck. So you can see it for comparison reasons um, what they look like. And once again, uh, the dimensions are about the same, mm-hmm. uh, very similar to what Ranger did yeah. uh, with F- uh, Ford, with Ranger. Uh, but... Once again, new styling, new interiors, new suspension technologies, uh, etc., etc.
0: We're hearing that the front end will once again look a little bit more like its bigger brother, so it'll probably have the squinty eye design of the modern uh, Chevrolet Silverado, and it might actually look a little bit more like the Silverado ZR2. So that truck is a much more aggressive version of the regular Silverado, of course, and so it makes sense they would do something like this, but. When I'm looking at the truck, I can really see a major difference in terms of how much space there is in the wheel wells, which is actually a good thing for articulation. If the Chevrolet is serious, and I think they are, this might be uh, two or three steps ahead of its current ZR2, which is an absolutely fabulous off-road
1: truck. An animal, or already. Yeah, it's already an animal, yeah, right. And also, there is a rumor, and this is just a rumor for GM, is that they're also switching to turbocharging, right? The,
0: right? the, the 2.7, uh, 7, yeah, yeah,
1: um, and it's a beast. So, they're the rumor is that they're going to retire the V6, mm-hmm. they're going to retire the diesel uh, also in the US, right? Um, which is, uh, of course, sad for diesel enthusiasts. Uh, but they're going to have the, an amazing 2.7 liter gas turbo engine. This is not
0: confirmed, this is a rumor. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: But they have it in the Silverado. Right, so, and, and, so, and it recently was seriously improved. Yeah, and they upped the torque in a serious way, and it has a lot of horsepower, 310 horse. So it, it, it will match wonderfully against anything that Ford may throw at their Ranger, or Toyota, for that matter, that they throw at the Tacoma.
0: Now, as far as we know, that's as far as they're going to go. Uh, electrification, just like we talked about with Ford, is entirely possible, Uh, General Motors does have the tech for it, but um, we haven't heard anything with General Motors working on any type of new hybrid system for any of their trucks, really, Um, you know, other than what they've done in the past. So no rumors about that, but everything I'm seeing with this ZR2, and remember, one of the things we love to do and what I love to do at TFL, off-roading. Off-road trucks are my jam, and that, uh, what it's going to do is it's going to force Ford and to lesser, well, Stellantis, I guess, to up their game. And Stellantis will respond, Ford will respond. And this is good for you guys because it makes everything more accessible, possibly cheaper, and better tech. All of that's going to happen because of stuff like this.
1: And by the way, Ford Ranger in Australia did not announce pricing, mm-hmm. so we don't have that yet. Yes, Obviously, all this stuff is still a little bit ahead of its time. Right. But we just wanted to bring it to you right away. Uh, because it's really important. It just came out a few hours ago. <laughs> That's correct.
0: So yes. this is this is very new news. Granted, you're seeing it a couple days after we you know did this. But uh, what, what, a couple other things, just to quickly before we wrap this up. So those are the the, bi- the big trucks in terms of that you know that we know that are coming out. Uh, we already know and we've already driven the new Nissan Frontier, mm-hmm. which is a really good truck. But once again, like Ford, uh, currently. Only one engine, one transmission option. Uh, They got rid of their manual transmission, so they have the uh, nine speed hooked up to their V6. Very powerful combination, so far proving to be a very smooth and competent truck. Um, We'll be getting another one in the very near future to do testing with uh, for towing and whatnot because Andre, the man, is putting together a top truck competition for TFL, and that is one of the competitors.
1: Yeah, TFL Top Truck Challenge is coming in December. Can you imagine if they came out like this?
0: Sorry to interrupt. Um,
1: Yeah, no, no. So the Frontier, so they're doing a couple things, right? They're introducing also their Nismo off-road parts. Yes. Which is great. Mm -hmm. So we talked about the ZR2. We talked about the potential Raptor. Right. Right, for the Ranger. We talked about... you know, Tacoma will likely have a TRD Pro. We expect it to have one. Uh, well, Nissan needs something in this space. Right. and They already have a great four-wheel drive system, mm-hmm. but why not give it a small lift still over the Pro 4X? Right. Um, using Nismo parts, which they now have. Uh, bam! Now you have maybe something like a Warrior, like a little Frontier Warrior truck. Exactly. Now, we recently covered on TFL tfloffroad.com, um,
0: the rebel rally. And what Nissan did was they actually had a team that competed using, um, and it's actually on the one that's right behind Andre. If you can't see it, it's the old livery put on a new truck. So from the eighties, they had this really cool, uh, off-road livery used for racing trucks, which was red, white, and blue. They are using it again on this particular truck, but more importantly, they're using Nismo components on this truck as well. So it's a way to sort of debut these components. So for those of you who are Nissan Frontier enthusiasts, you can go in, if you can find one of these trucks, but if you can go in and you can actually take these components, which are directly from the factory and put them on your truck. And dealership installed, put them on your truck. You can get a lift, you can get other components. And we feel it's a good you know, suspicion that Nissan will come up with an even more capable version of the Frontier over their uh, Pro 4X.
1: Yeah, they're just launching it. It's uh, the new truck, what's been in the dealership two to three months, right? Yeah. And I actually see them quite a bit in, around Colorado.
0: There's one right down the street from me now. Yeah,
1: I saw one yesterday at the uh, uh, at the restaurant I was by. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting them out. And this just makes the midsize truck segment even wilder than it have, ever has been
0: yeah you know it, everybody has their strengths and one thing that nissan's doing which a lot of the guys don't seem like they're doing for the future is they're key, sticking to the, the a big v6 uh 3.8 liter v6 which is by the way a brand new pretty much bespoke well, engine right now yeah right?
1: I, I i talked to some of the nissan engineers and product uh developers and they said it's it has new parts because uh, the GTR sports car has a 3.8 liter V6. Yeah, they're, they're not. And I said, are you taking the sports car engine? They're like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> this is kind of bespoke because it needs low-end grunt, right. Right? not high horsepower. But like also that's a car.
0: hand-built engine for the GTR. I mean, right, and it's also tw-
1: twin turbocharged. <laughs> yeah. So this is not turbocharged. No. So, but I think Nissan needs to think about uh, other more fuel-efficient choices, right? I agree, definitely, because everybody else is trying to get there as well.
0: Yeah, and Nissan's about to introduce their new uh, electric Aria that will be hitting dealerships fairly soon, and we'll hopefully be driving one soon. So they are moving towards electricity, and they used to be on the forefront of it, but now they're kind of yeah. The following. Leaf
1: was the first mass-produced, successful, successful uh, electric car. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. at least in the modern era, I should yeah. say. But
0: anyway, the point is, is that. Um, you know, this is a good truck, it's a good start, but we think that they need to update powertrains so there's more options, more importantly, more efficient options. The the 3.8 is okay, it gets decent mileage, but it will most likely not be able to compete with a lot of the new guys who are coming out with even more high-tech, smaller displacement powertrains. So we'll see what happens with that. And and to wrap it up, um, you know, Honda still has their Ridgeline. Uh, we recently tested their uh, Ridgeline, what was it, the, uh, the red one?
1: The, H- HPD, the HPD, Honda Performance uh, d- Development. Roman yeah. and I
0: agreed, and Tommy, and I, I think you do as well. If you do compete against mid midsize trucks, it is the best riding, most comfortable mid midsize truck out there. I do not consider it a truck. I consider it what I call the other ones, which is a crossover pickup, if I can remember to say that. Um, meaning that it, it doesn't have a frame underneath it, which is a good thing for comfort, for packaging. And also weight. It's, yeah. it's a little bit lighter. It is a little yeah. bit lighter. Yeah. And it can still tow 5,000 pounds, and it can still hold about, about 1,500 pounds in yeah. the bed. Which is um, awesome. Yeah. But, but there's no major changes other than you know, that HPD package, which kind of makes it look a little cooler. But it really, it's, it's no more capable than it was without the package, seriously. So there's that. And then the little trucks, which aren't on this list, like the Maverick, the Santa Fe, or Santa Fe, the Santa Cruz, uh-huh. and some other upcoming vehicles that we're hearing rumors about, which we'll cover in another broadcast, so, what we do have is the Ford coming out with an all-new version, meaning, or a pretty much new version, that all of the competitors are going to have to most likely up their game, which is good for
1: you guys. Totally. And um, like Nathan was mentioning, our TFL Top Truck Challenge, we're going to be... Uh, actually testing trucks in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it's going to take us a little while to produce all the videos because it's it's going to be a lot. Yeah, and then, then uh, it could be snow, so uh, we can't do it on days where there's heavy snow. A lot going on, but we will be testing the Maverick, the Santa Cruz, like you mentioned. Yep. Uh, the midsize trucks, uh, which we have now the Frontier, the GMC 84, uh, not the next generation truck, but right. the current generation truck with an off-road package. Mm-hmm. So, so they have the 84, which is already off-road package, right. plus an additional... Just kick. Off-roading, um, off-roading. Uh, yeah, double off-roading. <laughs> right. So, and we have that. We have the new Tundra. We mm-hmm. have the Ram 1500. Um So, a lot of action is coming in the space. Yes. Including towing and, and off-roading and mm-hmm. uh, uh, everything like that. And, yeah, Ford just threw down the gauntlet with their interior technology. They didn't mention towing or payload, but I'm assuming they're going to maintain those At the numbers, least, they're going to maintain least, them. right? At least where they are. Um So... A lot of goodness uh, happening um, on this uh, Black Friday. That's right, guys. So,
0: one thing that you have to keep in mind is that TFL Truck will be the first or one of the first to get their hands on anything that comes our way, including hopefully these, this uh, Ford Ranger very soon. Andre is. Oh, I might have
1: to fly to Australia.
0: All right. Well, you've done it before, haven't you? Yes. That's right. That's yes. Right. I mean, horrible Australian. Crikey. <laughs> we'll Sorry, that's Russian Australian. The... <laughs> that's <right. laughs> so uh, what, one before we close, one final thing. I bet you guys are wondering why aren't we testing uh, heavy-duty trucks in this year's Top Truck Challenge? Yeah. Which why? Is, which is a really good question, yeah. but it's a very simple answer, and that is that at least for this year, not a whole lot going on with new ones. Uh, all the powertrains are pretty much, um, you know, it's the same. And we've already tested these trucks, so what we're doing is we're going to hold off and there's new stuff that we're expecting next year, and then next year... Towards the we'll, end of next year, yeah, right, yeah. Next year, for the next top truck challenge, those new powertrains or
1: updated trucks, we'll be testing those. And also, a lot of the trucks, there is a shortage, so they're <laughs> not, not too, available. That, so so that's another good reason yeah, that's another uh, not reason. to test them. Uh, but yeah, heavy-duty trucks are probably going to be later, like next year... Uh, but the midsize trucks should be here sooner. Uh, right. That's, that's my take on it. Well, well they are here sooner. We, yeah. we, we know that for a fact.
0: So thank you guys for joining us. We hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Please be safe out there and tune in next week where we're going to be covering some other fantastic topics.
1: Yes, and tfl-studios.com is where all of our, uh, it's all of our coverage in one place. Cars, Motorcycles, Off-Road Classics, tfl-studios.com. Yep, one
0: simple app makes it happen. Oh, and one more thing. Please leave a comment below. We do read comments, so please let us know what you think.
1: Yeah, of this new Ranger.
0: Yeah, of this new Ranger and more.